Hey everybody, welcome to The Favorite Show, the podcast where we talk about our favorite things. Every week we'll pick a different topic to discuss, and since best can be subjective, we talk about the things that are our favorites. My name's Aaron. Sean here. And I'm Shannon, and my voice is still bad, and I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, no. Well, quick peek behind the curtain, everybody. (laughs) We normally will record this on, like, Monday or Tuesday night, and then I edit, and then it comes out on Friday. Uh, So, you know, it gives us a couple of days and stuff. But sometimes, like, if I have a busy work week, or as, like, some of you know, we had our couple of bye weeks this last year when things came up. And so we thought, let's try and get ahead, like, by a week. And so we're going to try and give a buffer there, you know, so we can can have... Have some wiggle room, less stress for me editing, less catastrophes to miss an episode for, all that sort of thing. Anyway, so we're recording this the day after we recorded the sports episode. <laughs> and so, of course, Shannon, your voice was gone for sports. And then you, you logged on the, today and you were like, it's worse. <laughs> yes, we had the uh, 100th day of school today. So I went really big and we blew up 100 balloons in the classroom, which... Seven and eight year olds and a hundred balloons. Do the math. It was a loud, fun day. So, oh man. Well, sorry that we had to do uh, the back to back recording. Of course, when your voice is totally gone, I'm sorry. Oh, it's all good. <laughs> but I'm glad it doesn't mean that your voice has been this bad for over a week now. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a good that's point. That's true. That's true. That's true. For the listeners, your voice has been bad for a long time. In reality, <laughs> hopefully not that long. Yes. Well, because it's only been a day for us, I have no no updates. Um, we didn't have any emails, and so we will, uh, I guess, jump right into this week's topic. Uh, I was looking at the calendar and realized that not only are we due for a music topic, but it also is the episode that comes out before Valentine's Day. So what better than our favorite love songs? I have a long, long list <laughs> from many yeah. genres, but a long <laughs> list. <laughs> but I'm not going to start. Uh, Shannon, you want to kick us off with your poor sure. voice? <laughs> Sorry. Hey, all good. Yeah, I also have a very long list all compiled together. And I was kind of trying to find a way to sort them. And I we're just going to jump all over. So starting with probably one of the newest songs from my playlist is a song called My Life is Better With You. Um, It was written in 2021 by the artist Montaigne. And it was actually written as the theme song to the podcast My Brother, My Brother and Me. So it's kind of funny because the song itself, it's actually just talking about how, you know, we have this precious friendship and we're hanging out, we're having fun, and no matter what we're doing, my life is better with you. And it's from the perspective of family and hanging out and whatever, but really, I mean, most love songs could also be interpreted as just, you know, if you like being with that person and you have so much fun together and the lyrics are really, really fun and are really, really cute and... It's a fun song. Definitely recommend Montaigne. She is kind of a weirdo, and I really like her. So I dig it. Well, good way to kick us off. Yeah, I, I think each of us probably approached this a little differently. I was worried that I wouldn't have enough songs, and so at first I started putting together a playlist. Love songs that maybe weren't, that were actually people either trashing on love or wanting love or having love. <laughs> and and it got super, super, super long, super fast. And so I just pulled it back to songs that were that were more of the positive love in in one form or another. And then what was funny, so I picked I picked five of them to go through. And what was funny is I realized that of the five songs, I cover four different decades. Um, nice. <laughs> just just happened to be. Um, and part of it is because 
I thought I would try to cover some new musicians that that I don't normally listen to as much or that I haven't talked about as much here. So with that as context, my first one is uh, a song that doesn't seem like it would be a love song. Uh, it is called Rude. <laughs> and <laughs> it's, it's a song about just that. It's a song by the group Magic, which is a, a Canadian group. And this was their actual debut song as a single and it hit number one in the u.s and uk so what a what a debut song to have yeah not a bad way to kick things off (laughs) and so in the song you'll probably you would recognize if you heard it but it's like almost a little reggae sounding and it's this guy going and asking for for someone's hand in marriage and and the person's like no and then the course is like why you gotta be so rude you know like (laughs) come on you're going to marry her anyway. And then it, just each verse goes along and it, and it unfortunately does not get any better for the, the person asking. In fact, <laughs> the last, the last time asking in the song, it, it basically is the person saying, I will never give you my blessing until the day I die. Kind of thing. <laughs> so, oh, geez. but anyway, d- love driving him forward to uh, marry that girl anyway. So anyway, that was first from my list, I suppose. <laughs> Nice. Well, as I was going through my list, I was realizing I, I, st- I listened to a lot of rock music and I was going through and looking through my favorite rock songs. And I'm realizing almost all the songs that I listen to as rock songs are about like breakups or like love that fell apart. Like the, yeah. <laughs> there's not a lot of like really like great, like happy love songs in rock and roll. At least the, the bands I listened to and whatnot, there weren't too many. But who does love songs better than I think uh, either country or jazz? So there's a lot of country and jazz Ooh. on my list. I guess there's some. Yep. some pop on here too but there's it's it's mostly mostly those um so i want to start with one of my one of my favorite love songs of all which is a country song it's called i love you appropriately enough um <laughs> by eli young band so uh eli young i know i've talked about them a little bit uh, i think i mentioned them in I don't remember what episode. Some episode I talked about them a little bit. Uh, Eli Young Band uh, is a group of guys that met at University of North Texas and formed a band uh, called Eli Young Band. And it's named that because the lead singer, his last name is Eli, and the lead guitarist is last name Young. So unfortunately, the bass player, last name Jones, and the drummer, last name Thompson, didn't get in the, the name of the band. But <laughs> They didn't make a fun enough name, I guess. I guess, I guess it gets a little tedious when you just start having like the name of every person in the band be in the name of the band but you know whatever <laughs> we'll just hyphenate them yeah. <laughs> so uh it actually is from their third studio album uh called life at best and i think it's a great album straight all the way through a fantastic uh album lots of good music uh even what even if it breaks your heart is a song that is so wonderful um it's not a love song but it's about like just like following your dreams and like keep going but i love you is uh just a a beautiful song on the on this album and i i think it's also an, a such a good example of a song that has this amazing like emotional build to it like it starts off really quiet acoustic guitar little bass you know like it's 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 very simple and then you start growing you start adding some drums but it's not like pounding drums it's just basic and the vocals get higher and the whole thing anyway it builds to this huge epic like so like country like rocking amazing climax to the song but i just think it's such a pretty song uh some of the lyrics i won't read them all but some people wish some people dance some never take a chance some people steal just for the thrill and some drink to get their fill but i love you 
And he just, he basically talks about like everybody has their thing they, they do to find that fulfillment in their life, that thing that makes everything great, the thing that gives you the thrill, that gives you meaning in your life. And for him, it's loving you. And I, I just think it's really great. And gotta be honest, it's a song that I listen to and I get emotional because I just think it's so great. <laughs> anyway, that's all. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, going through my songs, that's the thing is I feel like I really could separate them between like kind of those sappy makes you feel good about things songs and then like just the really happy makes you feel good about things songs that are kind of light and bubbly. So I was kind of going to go back and forth with that. So my life is better with you is definitely more upbeat one. One that is a sweeter um, song that is one of my most favorites of all time, just of any songs, is La Vie en Rose. Um Written in 1947 by Edith Piloff. I like Louis Armstrong's version the best, I think. Which, I mean, the song in French translates to literally life in pink, but it's talking about like rose-colored glasses and seeing life in this very positive way because of having this person in your life. Looking at just some stuff about it, it was kind of interesting because her songwriting team and her peers didn't think it would be a very successful song and they thought it was weaker than the rest of the music that she was putting out at the time. And so she kind of put a hold on it and then changed her mind, released it a year later. And it's a song that is so popular now that everybody's done it. Like looking at it, we've got Bette Midler, Lady Gaga, Bing Crosby, Donna Summer, like everybody, it feels like has done this <laughs> song. But it was interesting to see this perspective here too, that it made Edith Piaf internationally famous at the time because of the the lyrics expressing the joy of finding true love and appealing to those that had endured difficult times during World War II, which I'd never thought of in that perspective. It's a it's a beautiful song. Yeah. I really, really love it. I already forgot the order. My next Yeah, go, yes. oh, okay. go go for it. Sure. So the last song I had was from twenty thirteen. I'm not really going chronologically, even though I said I had different decades. This next <laughs> one is from nineteen ninety two and it's a song called If I Should Fall Behind by Bruce Springsteen. Oh, I've got that one on my list too. It's so good. And it's it's such a good song. It's it's it was written for uh his wife, his second wife, who he's still married to to this day. And it's an interesting song because it can mean so many different things to people at different points in life. And I I, I think I, I don't know if you two ran into the same experience, but I saw that with a handful of other songs as well. Um yeah. that I won't I won't give any spoilers because we'll probably go there. But just this idea of of this being a song that I know is played at some family funerals, but also, um, you know, just this enduring love song. And I, just to share a little bit of it, right, to share one of the verses. Now, everyone dreams of a love lasting and true, but you and I know what this world can do. So let's make our steps clear that the others may see, and I'll wait for you. If I should fall behind, wait for me. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's kind of... I don't know. I I don't even know <laughs> what to say about it other than it that verse brings it together of of the act of love more than being this huge heroic thing. It's actually just this long journey that you go through and and that at different points one or the other may stumble or have a hard time or may pass away or whatever it is and in the end regardless of any of those things even even as as terrible or as big as they seem that love prevails and love is this this adhesive that that 
that uh, that keeps relationship together. So, I, Aaron, what 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 did you have to add about it? Well, just I I you hit it right on the head. This song is is it's it's a love song at the core, but it really is this multifaceted song. The lyrics lend itself to that, and I remember singing this at uh at nolan's wedding uh we provided a lot of the the music at our at nolan's wedding reception um and had a whole list of of great songs that we sang and this was one of them uh and it was you know it was totally fitting for uh, for a wedding reception a brand new brand new uh you know couple but also when our grandparents papa and grandma passed away last year we had put together like a slideshow uh, video and uh, I recorded a version of this song to go with that slideshow. And, and again, the, the way the lyrics are kind of meant, it was, it really was kind of a pretty fitting tribute to this couple who have been together for 63 years, you know, the most of their lives had been together and, and uh, that enduring love and stuff. So yeah, it's, it's a, it's a beautiful song. I really like it. Speaking of our brother Nolan, all of us, uh, we all had uh, wedding videos made, uh, mostly by Nolan, uh, and, and uh, you know, slideshows with some music and stuff. Um, but we also all had kind of like in that video and, and in our receptions and stuff, almost like a theme song for the wedding, right? And one of the ones for, for Nolan and Teresa's wedding was In My Life by the Beatles. It's it's such a good little song. Yeah. Great song. It's just short. It's it's you know like I guess a lot of Beatles songs they're not they're not particularly long. Um it's from their 1965 album Rubber Soul, uh written primarily by John Lennon but it's credited as Lennon McCartney and George Martin uh, actually did the piano solo uh for the bridge. Little known fact, it is actually a piano and not a harpsichord even though it sounds very harpsichordy. Ah, interesting. The the way they did it is they slowed the tape down to half speed and played the piano solo, then sped it all back up to normal speed. So the piano is double speed, which gives it that harpsichord feel. Ah, see, I had no idea. Interesting. It definitely, I definitely assumed it was a harpsichord. I think yeah. just because of the, I don't know, I guess it makes sense, kind of the, the dropping and, and hammering. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Anyway, it's interesting. That doesn't that doesn't help with the love song aspect of it, but it's it's a cool cool side <laughs> side note. But yeah, it's a really it's a really pretty song. Uh, according to John Lennon, he, he said "In My Life" was his first real major piece of work uh, because it was the first time he had written a song about his own life. But because it's short, I want to read the lyrics real quick. It's just a real real pretty song. There are places I'll remember all my life, though some have changed. Some forever, not for better. Some have gone and some remain. All these places have their moments with lovers and friends I still can recall. Some are dead and some are living. In my life, I've loved them all. But of all these friends and lovers, there is no one compares with you. And these memories lose their meaning when I think of love as something new. Though I know I'll never lose affection for people and things that went before, I know I'll often stop and think about them. In my life, I love you more. It's really nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's really nice. (laughs) I'm getting all, I'm getting the glowy feelings. We've talked about how I'm such a hopeless romantic. (laughs) I love a good love song. (laughs) Well, and it doesn't help that now you're talking about like, now I've got memories from like Nolan's wedding and like, you know, definitely that made an appearance as I was going through mine as I, I have my old wedding playlists in Spotify still that I was going through and pulling stuff from, you know, just our wedding song or from our slideshow video that we had or things like that. Kind of going with that. Upbeat, slow, upbeat, slow. My next upbeat one, one I really, really like, is the song The Best Thing by Reliant K um, from 2007. It's on the album Five Score and Seven Years Ago. And this is another one. I think something I really enjoy with some of these songs is, yeah, like you said, Aaron, either hopelessly romantic or that it's about just being with your best friend, which I think is so nice. And um, 
So in this song, the best thing is talking about how life is hard and there's all these bad things that can happen, but then you meet this person that can help make things right and to help you feel like none of the bad stuff matters anymore. And so some of my favorite lyrics in there, let's see. So I'll go back to before we met, try and erase the past, try harder to forget because nothing will ever be as good as here and now. Because when I look into your eyes and you dare to stare right back, you should have said, nice to meet you. I'm your other half. This is the best thing, the best thing that could be happening. And I think you would agree that the best thing is that it's happening to you and to me. And it's more of an upbeat rock song. And but I don't know. Again, something about those lyrics is just it makes me smile when I listen to it. I sing along to it just because it is so happy and of like, yeah, I'm married to my best friend. That's pretty cool. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Awesome. I love it. Well, I probably should have thought of some of these that related to the songs that you all shared, but I guess they do with love. <laughs> love ties them all love together. Is, the, yeah. The common theme. <laughs> the next one going on our journey through the decades is from 1974 by Harry Chapin. I don't know if that's how you say it. Is that how you say it? <laughs> I think so. All right. By Harry Chapin, and it's called Cats in the Cradle. Uh, definitely his his most popular song. And what's interesting is this This does tie back to the first one that Shannon was talking about a little bit in that it's a different kind of love. It's very much a family love, and it's a, it's a story that is about a father and a son. And each verse goes through. The very first verse, the, the baby is born, and the dad's busy. He's got bills to pay, all this stuff. And before he knows it, the kid's walking, and it starts off of, I'm going to be like you, dad. And that's the great irony of the entire song. I'm going to be like you, Dad. Because then the next verse, the, the, the boy turns 10 and wants to play ball with his dad, but his dad is busy and, and can't, can't really make time for it. And then, um, then the kid goes to college uh, and at, at, you know, at the graduation, basically, I think is what it is. The dad's like, hey, can you sit for a while and chat? And he's like, oh, man, wish I could. I got to gotta, gotta go. And then when the dad retires, then the son has moved away and has a family of his own. And the dad on the phone is like, hey, I'd love to see you sometime. And and the son's like, oh, man, I wish I could. I'm just so busy. And that irony comes full circle of of he realizes that his son did turn out to be just like him. And unfortunately, he was not the dad wasn't necessarily a part as much as he would have liked of the son growing up and and now doesn't have the strong relationship now with the son just like just like he had you know and so anyway i i don't know it's interesting i think i i don't know uh, you know if if our own dad who had to work very hard and for much of our time growing up had to take a bus and commute for an hour or more each way to work and stuff like that. If he if he felt any of that, because he had actually shared this song with me, I remember when I was young and talked through some of it, and so <laughs> so him wanting to be involved, right? So, um, but you know, he was he was involved a lot. Uh, I'll say, you know, if if that's not obvious from him teaching us all these sports and stuff like that from the previous <laughs> yes. episode, right? But I don't know, just this idea that even though he shared it with me and I was like, okay, yeah, whatever, that now I have kids and there are certainly evenings where I'm just beat. And even though I am home, I'm uh, I'm 
I'm mentally in a different place on my phone or something like that, right? And and they're running around me, not necessarily interacting with me. So I don't know, just one that, that brings in love in a different way in the family sense of time being uh, this finite thing that each of us have and that it feels we there's always another tomorrow. And then we look back and realize that even if the days were slow, that that the months and years maybe were were fast, right? And just that we took took the time to really, I think, express or do the things that that love would have us do, or that we'd really want to do, and not have regrets looking back at those the the loving relationships that we've had through our life. That's a great song. You went deep, Sean. This is good. I'm a, yeah. all my all my songs are all like, oh, we love each other. But I, <laughs> I, that's a great perspective. I really like that that you included that song, Sean. That's good. <laughs> that's okay. Not all mine are, are are deep. That was the deepest one. So we we can we can. I don't know. We can go wherever now. <laughs> it's good. We can, we can go deep on this show sometimes. We can do it. <laughs> we can, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, is it my turn? I think it's my turn. Yeah. Sure, go for it. Uh, so I want to turn the clock back to 1961. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I have a song that same year. <laughs> it's probably the same song. Should I let you talk about it? No, do it. Can't Help Falling in Love by Elvis Presley. Oh, what a good uh, great song. One. So not written by him, actually, although it, nope. it, uh, that doesn't you know matter too much. Uh, uh, written by Hugo Peretti, Luigi Creatore, I don't know how you say that name, and, and George David Weiss, um, according to Wikipedia. Whatever, it's an Elvis song. This I thought was really cool. So it's like a real, you know, sappy, cute love song, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. I, I live for that sort of thing. I didn't realize until studying for the, or researching for tonight's topic, uh, originally the song was written from a woman's perspective which explains why the first verse doesn't rhyme exactly right. Uh, Like if you look at the lyrics, wise men say only fools rush in, but I can't help falling in love with, originally it was with him. Shall I stay? Would it be a sin if I can't help falling in love with him? It was changed. It doesn't, Wikipedia doesn't say why, but it was changed probably because Elvis was singing it, I guess. Um, So that's why the rhyme switches from wise men say only fools rush in, but I can't help falling in love with you. I never knew that. That's kind of interesting and cool. I never knew that either. So yeah, it was from uh, Elvis's 1961 album, Blue Hawaii, uh, and then appeared in his film, of the same name. Uh, it's been recorded by a ton of other artists. It's, it's one of the most covered songs, uh, I believe as according to, uh, like the, uh, um, what is it? BMI and the other uh, royalties tracking, uh, uh, sites like that. One of the most covered songs, uh, of all time, but yeah, it's a, it's a great song. I love it. And it's just simple and, and, and sweet and, and yeah, and that's that's what I'm all about. <laughs> yeah. It's me right here. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, I I love Elvis, and he's got a lot of really good love songs. But this one's definitely my most favorite. And I thought it was interesting, also, kind of reading about it. That was actually the very last song he ever performed live, as well. Oh wow! Wow. So there's another fun fact. Well, I got to pick a different slow song. I also <laughs> in that article saw that it was the melody is based off of. Another French song that I'm not going to try to read, Something D'Amour. Oh, yeah. That's why I left that out of my description because I don't think <laughs> I knew I couldn't pronounce it. <laughs> so I I saved that song for later to check out. Let's do, oh, this is a good one. Another favorite slow love song is The Nearness of You by Nora Jones. Oh, it's on my oh, list yeah, too. Yeah, that's great. What a good song. It is from her album Come Away With Me from 2002. 
And I love this song. I was very into Nora Jones for a hot minute there, especially this album. I listened to this one a lot. You kind of have her her vocal quality right now. I know. I've I've got it. I've got it going on. But I have one of her piano songbooks. And it's interesting because she's she's jazz, right? And so it's interesting to have a jazz music book because that's not how jazz works. Jazz is chords that... (laughs) people will play and do their own thing with. So it's kind of an interesting uh, songbook, but it is one that I definitely had learned that, you know, I kind of took the ish of the sheet music that I had the chords based off of it because they still had them up written at the top. But then, you know, a couple of the more interesting runs that she would do are all notated there to kind of try and copy, which... You know, is again, not how jazz works, but still is a very beautiful song. And one of my favorites of Nora Jones is for sure. Did you know it is not an original song of hers? I think I might have known that, but tell us more. Well, only because I was doing some research for it as well. It was written in 1937 by Hoagie Carmichael. And I don't know if you know that name, but you definitely know some of his other music. In addition to Nearness of You, he also wrote the music for Stardust, Georgia On My Mind, Heart and Soul. He uh, also collaborated with Johnny Mercer on Lazy Bones, Skylark. uh, So many of these amazing, amazing songs. That's awesome. But yeah, so it was written in 1937. Uh, The first popular recording of it was in 1940 by the Glenn Miller Orchestra. Then it also was made very popular in 1956 when it was recorded. Recorded by Ella Fitzgerald and Louis Armstrong. That album that it was on reached number one on the Billboard magazine jazz chart and top 10 in its pop chart. So great song though. I, I do love Nora Jones's version. It's so like, it's so pretty, like the, the, the way the piano and the voice and everything balance together. It's really cool. That's another one I remember playing at, at Nolan's wedding or maybe yes, it was Kristen, right. I, at somebody's I think wedding. Kristen's, one of the I, weddings, sang, yeah. I sang it at Kristen's wedding. That's right. Okay. It must've been Kristen's then. <laughs> We've, we've done this a few times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, that's all I got on that one. Okay, let's see. I guess I'll, I'll next. I, I somehow forget, even though there are only three of us. <laughs> uh, so the next one I have is light and fun, I promise. <laughs> it's, it's called You Make My Dreams. And then in parentheses, I think was added later, come true, because that's what people search for. Mm, yeah. By Daryl Hall and John Oates. Uh, single released in 1981 did did very well reached number five on the billboard charts and it just it's just a very exciting very upbeat very excited to be in love type song uh most of the song is the chorus which which is kind of the ooh, ooh you know yeah I, so good the ones that make me think of ducktails <laughs> yes that's right yes <laughs> but anyway it's just it's fun because like even even the examples it gives in the verses are things that Again, aren't super serious and deep, but it's just this idea that like nothing, nothing can mess with love, right? So it's even on a night when bad dreams become a screamer, when they're messing with a dreamer, I can laugh it in the face, twist and shout my way out and wrap yourself around me because I ain't the way you found me and I'll never be the same. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, even just things like that, you know, where the the dreams, you know, it's like a flame and a candle and yeah, the whole song just being very upbeat and just excited to be in love. So that's all I got to say about that one. Nothing, nothing, nothing all that deep, but 
you can't listen to that song without a smile on your face. So that's why I threw it in for sure. That's a great song. I feel like there's there's definitely the spectrum in love songs of like there's the ones that like are really like sappy and slow and romantic and you know you want to slow dance to or whatever. And then there's the ones that just like you feel good. You're like yeah, I'm I'm in love. It's my <laughs> yeah. with my best friend or whatever. You know, like it's great. Uh, 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 totally yes. Ducktales. <laughs> oh, no, not Ducktales. Not Ducktales. Oh, that's funny. Is it my turn again? <laughs> I'm losing yeah. track too. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, all right. Guys, I'm about to make a, a very public confession here. Oh, I'm ready. I hope this is okay. One of my favorite songs. It's totally a guilty pleasure. It's my jam. I love it so much, and it's a great love song. Call Me Maybe by yes! Carly Rae Jepsen. There you go. You guys, I love this song, and I don't care who knows it now. I, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, a great, it's a great song. Uh, so call it, call me maybes by Carly Rae Jepsen from her uh, from her EP Curiosity in 2012. She's a Canadian singer songwriter. I didn't realize she was Canadian. And I yeah I remember when this song was really popular, and I remember almost everyone I knew making fun of it. And immediately in the back of my mind, I was like, Oh no, I love this song. <laughs> <laughs> this song is so good. It's really great. Um, and in fact, I uh, so I have a, a, an old iPod that I have plugged into the the USB plug in my car. So it's just whenever I'm driving around, it's like my little personal jukebox. And so I've got a mix of all kinds of different crazy stuff. I've you know all this music that I'm into, these huge playlists. But once in a blue moon, uh, call me maybe will come on, and I always crank it up. Like no matter where I am, even if I'm you know stopped at a light with my windows down, I just I crank it. It's it's so good. It's awesome. a great little dumb song. <laughs> well, you just sent me a Marco Polo the other day that it came on your shuffle <laughs> and i was like oh man i haven't heard that song in such a long time what a good song <laughs> uh, awesome according to wikipedia musically call me maybe is a teen pop dance pop and bubblegum pop track um that which alludes to the inconvenience that love at first sight brings to a girl who hopes for a callback from a new crush have you guys seen the music video to this song no it's i, I want to say i well no probably not it, i've seen some of her other music videos it's basically so it is like a hot guy that's like ripped and shirtless and everything mowing the lawn and like all sweaty oh, no, and bulging and she is just whoo for him <laughs> and it's and she's just like well it, isn't he like, like washing <laughs> a car at some <laughs> point even like <laughs> is. It's oh like my goodness. everything he's doing and she's just over here losing her mind like oh my goodness oh, yeah, <laughs> i'm getting the vapors <laughs> he's taking his taking his shirt off yeah. oh, he almost oh. sees her in the window it's and... it's a it's a thing of beauty my goodness <laughs> anyway so it's <laughs> it's a fun song and and i know it's very silly that it's not you know it's i feel like we're comparing some some very wide ends of the spectrum of like some yeah. really fine songwriting, some really masterful songwriting. And then, uh, and call me, maybe call me, maybe let me, let me pull up the oh, lyrics yeah. real quick. <laughs> well, they, speaking of her music videos, while you're pulling up those lyrics, less good is her song. I really, 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 really like you. I like that one too. <laughs> it's good. I don't think it's as good as call me maybe, but have you seen the music video for that one? Yes. I it's have. Tom Hanks it <laughs> just is. Wa- walking down the road, <laughs> lip syncing the song. <laughs> It's, it's so really what a, good. What a great music video. Anyway, call me maybe. Anyway, so I threw I threw a wish in a well. Don't ask me, I'll never tell. I looked at you as it fell, and now you're in my way. I'll trade my soul for a wish, pennies and dimes for a kiss. I wasn't looking for this, but now you're in my way. Your stare was holding, ripped jeans, skin was showing, hot <laughs> night wind was blowing. Where you think Where you're think going, you're baby? Going, baby? <laughs> <laughs> it's oh well, now that I feel like I just like 
came out musically. I love this song, <laughs> and I don't care who knows it now. It's such a good song. <laughs> it's one of those things that, like, when it was really, really popular, I literally never caught it when it was on the radio, like, to the point that I was like, everybody's talking about this song. I have never really even heard this song. And so, like, at some point... <laughs> I remember I was uh, leaving work from Coney's Frozen Custard at the time, and I think I dropped Alex off at his apartment, and I was driving home from dropping him off, and the song came on the radio, so I immediately called him. I was like, Alex, I'm hearing it for the first time. It's happening. <laughs> Before you came into my life, I missed you so bad. <laughs> What a good so line bad. that makes no yeah. sense. So, so bad. It's really good. Anyway, <laughs> now that I've got that off my chest. <laughs> Again, just skimming through the music video. And then what, what happens is this, this guy who she has a big crush on, find, he actually gives his number to a guy in a band and he's gay or something. It's, it's, is, I think it's another guy that's in her band yes. in the music video. And she's like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. So good. Well, <laughs> keeping it going on the dancey songs is one of my favorites is by the Beach Boys, Darlin'. Mm, that's a da, good da, one. Da, darlin', ooh, ooh, my darlin', you're so fine. A very fun, I need to stop saying fun, a very upbeat song that gets you dancing has got very nice lyrics and is one that I actively had looked up. And then that's when I was like, Oh, I really like this song because one of my favorite bands of all time was Daft Punk. And they were originally a cover band called Darlin and they would do beach boy songs, (laughs) which is so wild to think about because Daft Punk is very far removed from beach boys in that way. And then they eventually changed their name to Daft Punk because a music critic called them just a bunch of daft punk and they're like oh well that's our new calling in life but beach boys has a lot have a lot of really good love songs darlin is one of my most favorites very close second is wouldn't it be nice from pet sounds i think oh yeah so yeah well the last one i have to talk about in detail at least is a song called how long will i love you which i'm familiar with the ellie golding version of it And I found out that that was actually a cover that she did. And so the original came out in 1990. She re-released, she covered it in 2013. But in 1990, it was originally written by a Scottish folk rock band called The Water Boys. And and I actually went and listened to it today. Have either of you ever heard of The Water Boys? No, (laughs) I never have. Uh, Yeah, and you may never um, after today. Like, (laughs) I don't think they're they're very popular. But they wrote "How Long Will I Love You" and had to talk about it because it was it was the theme song, I suppose, of of our wedding when Amber and I got married. And it's a slow dance song, and it's very much this idea of well, how long will I love you? And over and over. Or, or how long will I need you or be with you or want you or hold you or and stuff like that. And, and it's these huge, you know, infinite things, right? Like as long as the water washes onto the sand of the sea and as long as the stars shine in the sky and stuff like that. So anyway, it's it's a good song. But yeah, that was the one from from our wedding. So I had to definitely throw that in. When you you mentioned the band name or the group name, I, I didn't recognize it. But then when you mentioned the, the song, I do remember that from your wedding. That was really nice. Uh, let's see. One more I want to mention is from going back to country. One of my favorite vocalists we talked about our female vocalist is Casey Musgraves. She has a wonderful love song called Love is a Wild Thing. It's from uh, her fourth studio album, which is called Golden Hour, that the whole album is just 
perfection. It's so good. But it's it's a really cool song because it kind of straddles the line of part of the song is about her loving someone that, uh, you know, she says something about, I can feel the mat. I can feel it magic in your fingertips. I can hear it in the words coming from your lips. So clearly in love with someone, but it's also kind of about just like the idea of love of like, it comes from unexpected places and it's kind of unstoppable. The song starts out saying, you can't find it sitting on a shelf in a store. If you try to hide it, it's going to shine even more. Even if you lose it, it will find you. There's no way to stop it, but they'll try to. Running like a river, trying to find the ocean, flowers in the concrete, climbing over fences, blooming in the shadows, places that you can't see, coming through the melody when the night bird sings, love is a wild thing. It's really a great song. And in addition to Casey Musgraves having such a such a great voice, her guitar playing and like the groove that the band has, like this song is just so like smooth and perfect. And it's such a such a great song. Even if you're not into country, I think you should go check it out because it's a really good song. The whole album is great, but this is a good love song. Nice. Back to my slow ones. I've got to do, of course, my wedding song, which is You Are Mine by Mute Math. Mute Math is one of my favorite bands of all time, and this song is from their album Mute Math from 2006. And it's a really simple song that can be really deep when you think about it, that all of the lyrics are essentially saying, everyone has their obsession, consuming thoughts, consuming time, they'll hold high of their prized possession that defines the meaning of their life, you are mine. And that's essentially the whole song. There's like one other little section in there that says there are objects of affection that can mesmerize the soul. There's always one addiction that just cannot be controlled. You are mine. And it's it's a really unique song. It's not like we've talked about these country songs, jazz songs, rock songs. It's more of a unique song in comparison to all of these. But it's just, it's a really good band. <laughs> and I think the lyrics for how simple they are really can make you think a lot about it of, you know, being so into somebody that they're just always on your mind and you can't let that go. And I think that's very nice. That is very nice. And that was a great song. I love that song. Thanks for playing it at my wedding. You bet. (laughs) (laughs) That was a fun one to play. (laughs) And I have so many more, but if we want to get wrapping up, I get that too. I I got a bunch more too. I, I I could talk some detail about some of them, but but maybe it's better to just go ahead and and uh, rapid fire a bunch of these honorable mentions at the end here. This is probably a good spot to wrap it up. And uh, as usual with any of our music topics, we will have a Spotify playlist. The link will be in the description of the episode. So please click on it. We're going to have links to all of these songs, all the ones that are available on Spotify that, you know, sometimes they're not, but most of them are there. But yeah, we're going to have links to the ones we talked about and all the ones that are coming in our rapid fire. And I'm sure plenty more we're not even going to talk about. So go click on that list and you'll have plenty that you can go take a listen to. But yeah, I I think I think that'll uh, that'll do it for all our detail stuff. We can wrap it up here. As usual, we want to hear what you think. Send us an email at thefavoriteshow at gmail.com. Look us up on Instagram at the favorite show podcast. Let us know your favorite love songs. There are so many of so, so many. many different genres. So oh, yeah. <laughs> we're we have not even scratched the surface. So make sure you let us know what your favorites are. Also let us know if you have suggestions for future topics or guests or whatever. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And we'd love a five-star rating if you like what you hear. And if you don't feel like giving us a five-star rating, you need love in your life <laughs> fill your life with love fill your heart with love and maybe there'll be a little extra left over for some five stars for us oh yeah <laughs> well everybody hope you have a wonderful valentine's day and uh i guess that'll do it for this week until next time my name's aaron sean here and i'm shannon talk to y'all later bye cue the music
All right. Young and Beautiful by Lana Del Rey. A Wink and a Smile by Harry Connick Jr. Power of Love by Huey Lewis and the News. Drag Me Down by One Direction. Which I thought was a breakup song based on the name, but it's not. Love <laughs> Love can't. <laughs> nothing can drag me down. Something About Us and Digital Love by Daft Punk. She's Got Away by Billy Joel. Supermarket Flowers by Ed Sheeran. Mom, make sure to write us an email. I think there's a backstory about some relation to his grandma or something, but I don't remember the details, so let us know. Nancy Mulligan is another one that's really, really nice about his grandparents. A Face to Call Home by John Mayer. Your Song, Elton John. My Love by Florence the Machine. Kiss Me Slowly by Parachute. Ain't No Mountain High by Marvin Gaye. Summer by Mumra. Words and Music by Sandra Lieche. Chasing Cars by Snow Patrol. Love Song by Wells. Jen Song by Benton Paul. Eye to Eye by Powerline. <laughs> yeah, so yes. good. Yes. The Best by Tina Turner, also covered in Schitt's Creek. Junk of the Heart by The Cooks. Making Memories of Us by Keith Urban. Happy If You're Happy by Matt and Kim. Let Me Love You by DJ Snake and Justin Bieber. Bless the Broken Road by Rascal Flatts. Candlelight by Reliant K. Home by Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> For My Wedding by Don Henley. Where You Lead by Carol King. I Won't Give Up by Jason Mraz. I know that's in a lot of wedding videos out there, so <laughs> I have to get that in. Faithfully by Journey. I Was Made for Sunny Days by The Weepies. Wake Me Up by VC. Take it away. That's all I got. Sucker by the Jonas Brothers. Accidentally in Love by Counting Crows. Till There Was You from The Music Man. Also The Beatles. You Can and Something About Love by David Archuleta. In Whatever Time We Have from Children of Eden. Hey Good Lookin' by Hank Williams. Helpless from Hamilton. Ah, Aaron's in the musical part of his <laughs> That's where playlist. I got to yeah, yeah. Your Smiling Face by James Taylor. I've been waiting all episode for you to bring up these songs. The Only Exception by Paramore and Still Into You by I'm, Paramore. I'm getting to <laughs> them. Okay, okay, Those sorry. Ones. Carry on. Paramore, Still Into You, <laughs> The Only Exception. <laughs> I waited until I was at the end of my list and I was like, she still hasn't said them. <laughs> I know. It's because here's the thing. Paramore is my most favorite band in the whole wide world. They don't do love songs great. Haley Williams is divorced. <laughs> so, <laughs> Hibernation Day by Jars of Clay. Teenage Dream by Katy Perry. Just a Kiss by Lady A. Ain't Misbehavin' and A Kiss to Build a Dream On by Louis Armstrong. Beginning Middle End by Leah Nobel. Don't Leave Me Now and You and Me, Oh Darling by Aaron Sutherland. Aww. So this is Love <laughs> from Cinderella and Bella Note from Lady and the Tramp. There's my list. You win again. Awesome. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's too many. Most songs award to Shannon again. 